Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city that lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm going to a city. Hello, everyone. God bless you. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host for the Prophetic News Program, Susan Puzio, and I want to welcome you today, and you are going to be blessed because we have a very special guest. We are having TJ from the Church Folk Revolution and his great website, pimppreacher.com, the Preacher Bureau of Investigations. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, um, I just want to read a scripture to you today in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse uh, excuse me, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And verse 29 says that no flesh should glory in his presence. Hallelujah. So, uh, God said he would use the foolishness of preaching. God lets human beings, as frail as we are sometimes, preach his word. And uh, we hope that today there will be that one that will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and have a new life. That's why we do these programs. We do these programs because every single one of my guests, has had that experience of being born again and having a new life in Christ. And it truly is a new life. It's a wonderful life. Old things pass away. And behold, all things become new. Uh, So the uh, chat room is open, and I will be checking the chat room during this hour. Also, uh, It is a live call-in show. If you have a question, the call-in number is 914-338-1638. And uh, I also will be playing this program again on Monday evening on the Prophecy Zone, and that will be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it will also be available at Blog Talk Radio slash Prophetic News. Uh, We also have a website, propheticnews.com, and a YouTube channel. Um, We're very excited about the YouTube channel. It's a great opportunity to uh, reach a broad audience around the world 
through what I consider a television ministry. That's what YouTube is. So, uh, And it doesn't take a million dollars to do it. It doesn't even take one dollar to do it. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody tell you that they have to have money to preach the gospel. Yes, sometimes you do have to have money to operate your church or your ministry, but actually to open your mouth and quote God's word, it's free. Hallelujah. So without further ado, I'm going to bring my guest on the air, and I want to welcome PJ. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much. Hey. Thank you so much. I, I am I'm honored, man. Thank you. You know, I, I've been listening to the show, and I've I've even taken that quote that what you just said there. I, I said on the show, it don't cost you anything, and I said I got it from um, someone that I, I admire in the gospel who was just on the front lines and and not asking for anything, but just on the front line ministering the word of God, and and I'm I'm honored to be here with you. Well, it's great, TJ. I enjoyed. Enjoy your ministry so much, and uh, especially one time when I was searching the uh, internet, and I came upon your website, pimppreacher.com. Oh, <laughs> oh, and, and I, I I laughed so hard because Preacher Bureau <laughs> of Investigation. I said, "This is my brother." <laughs> yes, yes, and you know that I, I've actually heard you quoted um, before on another show, and every time you say it, you laugh, and so we—that's the highest compliment, man. I know. I said thank <laughs> you. That's exactly what we wanted. We—that—that's the reaction that you know when when we we sit down and we came up with the preacher bureau of investigation, it, it, it came out of lack. It came out of of some frustration, but most of all it came out of a lot of hurt that, you know, there is there is no one that's really challenging um, a lot of what these guys are doing because there are a lot of innocent people that are sitting in appeals that become victim to a lot of people that call themselves to preach and appointed yeah. themselves to preach and then just showed up in a church and started to preach. And, you know, as believers, as the people that sit in the pews, we love God. We love yeah. Christ. That's why we we do what we do. And that's why we, you know, obedience and faithfulness, we, we receive the word of God. And it's just, it, it just, it gets to me when someone abuses our love of Christ. And, yeah. they you know, they try to do little things to you know, make us look gullible or make us look silly. You know, that's that's where the ministry came from. You know, and it, it, call it a defense of the faith, call it defense of the people, other pews, call it an uh, advocacy. You know, but that's what we do. That's what we do. So we just advocate for the people that sit in the pews. Yes, amen. And somebody does need to advocate for them because, uh, like you said, there's many good people. Uh, they go to church and uh, they're innocent. Basically, they're just tr- they're trusting gullible. Yes. Uh, I think Christians yes. have a great reputation for being gullible. <laughs> yes. But I think we've Absolutely. all been in a position where we've been fooled by a preacher, and uh, and said, "Wow, how did I do that?" But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I've been there myself, 
And, oh, yeah, uh, me, me too. So I appreciate so much when I see people like yourself just taking this bold stand for Praise Jesus God. Christ. And you say on your website, pimppreacher.com, exposing the greed in our pulpits. And that is the the main thing, I think, that is so important in these last days because we see that the love of money truly is the root of all evil. And yes. you take the name of Jesus Christ um, to take what he did for us and run it through the mud, it, it's almost more than I can bear, too. Yes. So yes. I've devoted my life to speaking out, and uh, I, I I could see that you have. So tell me a little bit about how you got started with your website and with your uh, tell the people about your blog talk radio program. Also, I see yes. you have YouTube. Well, I, I am... I'm actually from the world of PR. You know, I'm a brand development guy by trade, and you know, and um, and, and a publicist. You know, and so when 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 God called me to do this, I was really really very busy. <laughs> you know, so busy that I'm like, okay, come on, Lord, I'm, I'm just I'm just getting in the black here. Things are just turning around, yeah. and you want me to stop what I'm doing. You know, and, 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 you know, mess up my little schedule here and start doing this because I knew it was going to be time-consuming to do it the way I felt that God was yeah. giving it to us. And and I, and I didn't know, I didn't pull any punches. I said, okay, God, is it, this is the way you're giving it to me. This is how I'm going to do it. You want me to have a way of notifying congregations of, of child-molesting pastors? Okay, I'll do that. You want me to have a way of notifying potential congregations of pastors that are preaching doctrines that's that's totally, you know, against the body of Christ, okay, I'm going to do that. And, and I just sit down and I, I I built a way that people can communicate with each other. That, that was really, that's what it started at. And what happened is people started reporting, they actually they actually followed what the website said, you know, the Preacher Bureau of Investigation, and they started contacting us and saying, hey, this guy is sleeping with all of the women in the church. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, because, you know, I, God gave me the plan. He gave me, all, you know, everything that I was supposed to do. I got it all in the revelation, but now here's the reality of it. Here, here comes the, okay, uh, TJ, what are you going to do about the guy sleeping yeah. with all of the women in the church? I mean, it's it's a very unique calling, Sister Susan. It's, it's very unique because it it for a lot of people it doesn't feel good to to go after some of these people. A lot of people are like, well, you know, that's that's judgment, and we're not supposed to do this, and we're not supposed to do that, and you know, and henceforth, but. I feel this way. A man who is a man of God will pastor that church governed by God. He has a fear of God. Yeah. So God is in the beginning and the end of all of his decisions and his actions. So a real man of God, there isn't a question or issue of certain lifestyle issues like homosexuality, the pastor sleeping with the men, or 
a real man of God, doesn't have an issue with being faithful to his wife. That's right. Or not molesting the children. Yeah. Or a, a real man of God will, will, will find it very difficult to live in this big, humongous, gated community while two-thirds of his congregation is in projects and Section 8 and trailers. Yeah. He just wouldn't feel right. He would just, you know, yeah. this. I think I'll sell this house and get a smaller house and take some of this money and begin to empower some people within my congregation. And so that's sort of how we got started. We got started by creating, um, taking taking my professional um, talents and applying it to the body of a Christ in a way that it, it will let preachers know that if you hurt one of these people in your pews, yes, we know God will deal with you, but in the meantime, we are going to deal with you also. Yes. And we're going to make you famous for the wrong thing. Because keep, <laughs> yeah, we keep got in mind, I'm a PR shot. guy. We got your mug shot. <laughs> right? I'm a PR guy. I have I have a news wire. Okay? Yeah. So that just comes from my business. So if I... If, if the site types up anything, Susan, it's going to be in the news. Yes, very good. And but uh, it has to be exposed, exposed because, especially like you're saying, if if a uh, pastor or a preacher, minister, so-called, is molesting children, uh, they have to be exposed. You can't just pray for them. Uh, prayer is yes. nice, but you can't continue to let somebody molest children. You can't uh, continue to let some... Uh, the uh, male pastor have uh, homosexual relationships with other people in the congregation or whoever. Um, these things have to be exposed, and uh, people need to know what's going on. If the pastor's committing adultery, well, doesn't shouldn't the wife know? Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and that's all what's, what's happening. That's exactly what's happening, Sister Susan. Is that. I, I honestly believe that in this short existence that this site has been up and the radio show, we're starting to notice certain things are calming down a whole lot. Like we had somebody who was reported to the site, right? They were reported to the site. And then someone from the congregation said, you know what? They have stopped doing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, sure. Light retells darkness. Light I said, are you ready darkness. to take them down? Do you want me to take them out of it? Right, you know, being that bitch, she said, not right now. I'm gonna let you know, but they have changed. And when I feel that everything is a, it's a permanent change, then I'll let you know when to take their name out of there. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. No money is involved. You know, didn't ask anybody for anything. They didn't have to use their names. You know, this pastor was taking up five offerings per Sunday. Oh, okay. Five. Five. You see, there's a bishop offering, there's a tithe, there's offerings, because tithes and offering wasn't the same thing. There's the bishop offering and the first lady offering, and then there's a seed offering. A seed offering that someone had to pay him, right? Somebody had to give him a, a seed offering so that word, whatever word he was going to preach, Right can manifest in their life. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Now that is sad. That is sad. I come in contact with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the see the thing that the thing that is even sadder is that when that stuff starts happening, and I, and and that's why I do what I do, and I know why, and you're doing what you're doing is that when that stuff starts happening, you better grab your purse and your children and your <laughs> husband and wife, and you better hit the door running. They don't, they don't, don't run. Back. They don't run. That's the, they don't. Oh. Here's the thing about it: they don't run, Sister Susan. And one of the reasons they don't run is because our people have been conditioned that if you don't pay this preacher this money, you will be cursed with a curse. Yes. They've taken Malachi, they've taken the book of Malachi, and they've totally changed it all the way around. Yes, to all the way around. Malachi chapter 3 now means the people have robbed God. And if you clearly yes. read it from the front to the end, he's not talking to the people, he's talking to the priest. Yes. He's talking to the priest. And so... What we have done is advocated, you know, Deuteronomy chapter 12, where, where the Lord says your first fruit offering, consume, you will consume it before your Lord, your God. You will consume it, which means you will eat it. You will eat yeah. your tithe in front <laughs> of God. It, it won't be the pastor getting all of the money. The people will eat tithes. Tithes was a celebration. It was, yes. it, was a, it was a festival celebration in which the people brought everything together and they all sat down and they consumed it and they celebrated God. Yeah. In some kind of way, Sister Susan, it has now become celebrate Creflo Dollar, celebrate yeah, I know. Bishop Long, celebrate Kenny Copeland, celebrate yeah. Vinnie Hinn, and it's not celebrating God. No, not celebrating Jesus at all because uh, I noticed it. A long time ago, back, uh, you know, in the 90s, the late 90s, middle 90s, and I was in the Word of Faith movement myself. I was a big fan of Kenneth Hagin, Kenneth Copeland, all those guys. But I, I, I just couldn't stand it anymore. I was just, I can't mm-hmm. stand this. This is mm-hmm. selfish. It's, it has nothing to do with God. And um, mm-hmm. so I just decided I was going to take myself out of all that, and I was just going to tell people the truth because that's all that matters really. It didn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have an invitation or if you get an offering or whatever. Uh, the only thing that matters is the truth and lifting up Jesus and bring, and bringing people to Jesus Christ because we know what the Lord has done for us. Yes. And uh, and these people are supposed to know that, but then they ju- they just sold themselves out. But I, I, like myself, I consider myself like a kind of Martin Luther type. Uh, Yes. When he went Reform. and he hung that 95 <laughs> thesis on the church door, and he said, enough, enough miracle selling, enough salvation selling. Yes. And um, then there was a revolution. <laughs> a revolution. So you got to say it like that. Revolution. A revolution. <laughs> hey. And that's what we're calling for, Sister Susan. So we that's right. want church to see revolution. a church revolution in which it, it's it's a mental revolution, okay? It's a yeah. mental. It's, it, it's in their minds. It's when the, the people begin to realize that this preacher cannot curse you with a curse. No it's way. A can't curse what God has left. 
giving getting in these lines where a preacher talk about and somebody in here I see five people who can give five hundred dollars for a five hundred day blessing getting a line and you know I mean come on come on it's, 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 you're absolutely right enough is enough that's it. I, I've had that's it. what we do on the radio that's all we talk about on the radio and we just expanded man because I say we. The church folk revolution is now a, a it's a it's a team of people. You know, we have Sister Nia Trude, we have Brother Lee. Um, there are people who join me on air, you know, to help the broadcast go forward. Brother Ron G, um, the the regular callers, you know, CJ and Patricia, and it, it, it's growing. We just had another young lady, um, Jen. She contacted us. She wanted to join, and, and the people. Um, they go to the website, and the, and the guy, right before I came on this show, he sends me an email and says, I don't care what you need me to do, I want to be a part of this. We have yeah. to get the word out. We have to begin to. And and you know what, God is so good because God is expanding our reach, and we haven't asked, we haven't asked for one dime, Sister Sue. Right. We haven't asked anybody for a penny. We don't even give them a way to send money because right. God provides every need. And 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 so I'm trying to to be an example for preachers that you don't right. have to beat them up to give. If, now. if you believe God, then how about, Mr. Preacher, you have some faith? Yeah. How about you believe, you believe Amen. first. Before you preach believing, you need to believe, <laughs> you need to believe that God yourself. will take care of your church. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You're preaching my sermon. You're preaching my sermon. If you don't give. <laughs> How can you preach giving if you don't give? Yeah. How about, Mr. Preacher, you pay a tithe into your members? Yeah. Mmm. And, and this is where you're going to lose a lot of of pastors because I'm, I'm going to give you this: preaching is a business. Yeah, it's a it's a business. This this preaching this this new model this 2011 version of preaching. It's it's very very commercial, and we yeah. saw that play out this week with Bishop Eddie Long. Okay. And we're very. Yeah, what was the latest on that? Because you had you yeah. had that posted or something. What was the latest on that? Well, we received word Sunday, Sunday night. We received word from someone in Newburgh, right? Yeah. That Bishop Eddie Long is releasing this video, and that's uh-huh. the beautiful part about it, Sister Susan. The website has become like the CNN of of preachers. Yeah. You know, anything they do, we know the second they do it. Yeah. And so we received it. Someone sent sent this email. Hey, TJ, just want to give you a words up. Love what you're doing. Um, Eddie Long is going to make an appeal to um, Efren Taylor to return money. I'm like, Efren Taylor? Who is Efren Taylor? I never heard of this guy. (laughs) So now i got to go find out who is Efren Taylor. Right, Efren Taylor is this um, guy who was doing a financial uh, wealth tour. He was doing these, these empowerment um, financial wealth um, lectures, and he was going around from church to church um, 
presenting his products from the pulpit. Oh, yeah, that, that's scriptural. So <laughs> at this point, no, it's not. No, some it's of the people not. said, okay, our pastor endorses this guy, so hey, yeah. let's, let's go ahead on and invest with him. Let's, let's go ahead on and give him $165,000 of our retirement money from the school board. Let's do that. that. I think that's a good idea, and that's what some of them did. Oh. And they invested. You know, the, the person who contacted me was a teacher. Uh-huh. And she says, I have lost $165,000 ah. oh. of my retirement money. Oh, right? no. So now I have to go back to the classroom at 61 years old. Ah. Okay? Oh. She's, lost, she's, she's headed back to the classroom. And that's when I really got, oh, man, you're talking about uh, the rage. I mean, I, was, I, had to, I had to cool off because I said, at this point, y- y'all don't even care. Y'all don't have any compassion. Y- yeah. Y'all been lost respect. You've been lost respect for the people who sit in appeals. Now you don't even have any compassion for them. That you would bring in a guy without even checking anything because – so I started researching, and, and Brother Lee, he's in the chat room, he'll tell you, me and Brother Lee just started sending emails back and forth to each other. He would call me, like, almost, you know, at 5 a.m. in the morning. Man, have, did you see this? This <laughs> dude did in 2006, yeah. he did in 2007, he did in 2008. I said, well, all of those dates were prior to his appearance. Yeah. So. To, to wrap the story up, here's what happened. Um, this guy was getting people to invest in a fake company. The company didn't really exist. It existed, yeah. but it didn't exist. What he had was a shelf corporation. A shelf uh-huh. corporation is a company just in paper. There isn't an actual location. There isn't a physical building. But but he was able to sell it so well with yeah. the use of preachers. Yeah. And the congregation, uh, you, you, right now you have a million dollars that's just at Newbert that's missing. In Virginia, they've already begun to indict this individual now, right, uh, for running an illegal gambling operation. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing is the pastor uh, is probably well aware of all this when they bring – maybe he's saying he didn't check the guy out, but obviously the pastor gets a big cut. Because they don't bring right. these guys in unless they're going to make something themselves. Mm-hmm. So has Eddie Roth offered to do. give his uh, commission back? Well, what we did is we put out a demand for Eddie Long to take care of his members. Okay? Yes, right. We said, Eddie Long, you brought this guy in this church. And um, before we put out that statement, uh, Sister Susan, we we first dispelled the lie that was in the YouTube video. The YouTube uh-huh. videos, Bishop Eddie Long is saying we didn't make any money off of this. You know, we just brought well, him. He's lying about that. X Y Z. So then yeah. the F and Teller guy sends Pimp Preacher a statement. Okay? Oh. That statement only went to Pimp Preacher. 
Oh. So he sends Pimpricho's statement saying wow. Eddie Long is now lying. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that I'm pretty proud. Right. Ball All glory right. to the dog. <laughs> he, so he, he knows sends Pimpricho is out there. He knew it was out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all. Oh, yeah. CNN, CNN called us about the same story. Oh. Okay. So so he sends us the, 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 the statement, and then I put the statement out to the world. Okay. Uh-huh. So then Eddie Long replies back to us saying that um, Ephraim said that you did make money off the presentation video and you made money off of any additional sales through the bookstore. He yeah. puts out a statement saying that is correct. It is a standard procedure that if anybody speaks at the church, we sell the videos. So don't go on TV and say you didn't make any money off of this yeah. deal. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's that's just one example. I'm, uh, that's just one public example yeah, of well, how perfect. God is using um, people like Neil Trude and, and Brother Phil, and he's using these people who are a part of what we call this church folk revolution. Yeah. That you are not going to say what you want to say, and you're not going to do what you want to do. We will hold you accountable. Amen. 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 Yes, I'm praising the Lord for this because I I just, I'm just so happy myself to know God's people, God's wonderful people, and that people that really do care about people, we don't do this thing for money. Uh, We don't have any kind of manipulation or any kind of gimmicks or anything. We just want you to know that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, salvation is a free gift. Miracles are free for the asking. You don't have to give anybody any money to get any miracle. And uh, God is a good God. We don't pay our parents to bless us. I mean, come on. Why are we going to pay God to bless us? God doesn't need anything. <laughs> God is not broke, okay? Despite what preachers have told you, yes. listen to me, people. God is not broke. Yeah. Your your money is an insult to God. And if yeah. you tell people this on our show, you want to bless, you want to really do something for God, go pay somebody light bill. Hey. Just randomly. <laughs> That's go, right. Without go, them even go, knowing you did it. Without them Pay somebody light bill. Go find that find that retired couple in your neighborhood and go bless them. Before yeah. you buy a preacher another suit, before you buy him more alligator shoes, before you buy him another three hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Yeah. And and the only the only um coaching that we actually turned around and directed at the members of Newbert is why were you so willing to give someone you don't even know a million dollars and you would not even do that for some of the people that sit on the same pew with you? That's right. That's That's right. That's the only coaching I have for them is that because somebody rich introduced you to somebody who said they was rich, you very quickly Gave William and gave the money. Yeah, and, so and you can get somebody more. on the same so you can get more. <laughs> so yeah, so like, what kind of Christianity is that? Some kind of weird kind of Christianity. That's, that's why what we I do. 
what we do, you know. And I, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. God is so good. Just, I, I had no idea this was going to get this big. Well, I'm I glad no that. I mean, that's wonderful because uh, it's a good thing to know that the worldly uh, newscasters are looking for information and uh, they're going to put it out there. Look, the Bible says your sin will find you out, whether Pim Preacher finds you out or uh, Prophetic News finds you out or Apostasy Watch, some of the other ministries yeah, that are man. out there. Uh, the your sin will find you out. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And, uh, and, uh, you know, and I'm so grateful guys like Ron with Breaking the Silence, they come on the show, you know, and... The the support that I get from a lot of the um, shows, people who have shows, people like you, you know, that is what that's the thing that's carried me. You know, there's been times when I've received some hate mail or a, a YouTube oh, yeah. mail, and I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it was getting hard. It was taking its toll on me, you know, and and God just surrounded me around people that I don't have to be the face of it. I don't have to carry it. You know, it's it's a revolution belongs to the people. But what what sparks a revolution, uh, Sister Susan, is if you look throughout our history, whenever you have an elitist an elitist society and you have a huge impoverished population, tensions something is going to spark a revolution. French Revolution, American Revolution, Cuban Revolution, Iranian Revolution, Egyptian Revolution that's happening right now. Yeah. And we are also facing elitists. The elitists that we face are preachers who are supposed to be servants that are so detached. They're so detached. They're detached. From the people that sit in the pews that they don't even understand us. They don't even know us. They they can't even relate to us because they, they preach at us. They're not right. doing it for us. Right. They're preaching That's good. at us. And this is why Ezekiel said, I was all ready to preach until I got down to the rivers of Tel Aviv, and I sat where they sat, and I sat there astonished for seven days, unable to speak. Well, why couldn't you speak, Ezekiel? God had toured you for four years. Why is it that... Here you are, you know, you're one of the few people that spend time with God, and at the moment of truth, he cannot say a word. And the reason was, he says, I sat where they sat. I felt what they felt. I experienced what they experienced. And this is why our Christ had to come here, so he can, he can experience this walk. He can experience what it's like to be us, but how are you going to stand in a pulpit and preach to me when you don't live around me, you don't know me, you know, you never, I'm a face in the crowd to you? Yeah. You have to sit where they sit, and I'm, I'm grateful to God that we are amongst them. We dwell amongst them that sit in the pews, and, and, and it's just an awesome calling, and we rejoice, and we praise God for choosing us to say it. Yes, oh, amen, amen to that, because it, it was like um, 
a lot of the preachers that I knew, well, they they would tell you, now look, just don't don't let your hair down in front of people. Just be careful. Don't be yourself. And right. so uh, you were trying to live uh, up on this pedestal where you couldn't live up there because you fall off. You fall off. And then, uh, like, what am I supposed to be? I just want to be me. I just want to be Susan. I'm nobody special. I, I have a Bible. I can. I, God allows me to quote it, but that doesn't make me anybody special. So, like, Amen. why are we trying to make idols and movie stars and whatever out of preachers? Uh, they don't have anything you can't have uh, as long as you read your Bible. And you probably read your Bible more uh than some of them, which obviously they don't know it, or they wouldn't be doing this stuff. And uh, like you said, they don't preach to you, they preach at you. Uh, I heard a story the other day, uh, there's a man that has a blog, um, uh, com, and he put up a story about uh, being at a service, and it was like one of the last times he ever went to a Kenneth Copeland meeting. It was a private meeting just for ministers. It was a very special elite gathering, and they actually had the nerve uh, to, I think I think it might have been Creflo Dollar and uh, mm-hmm. Don Copeland, the Copeland's son, they actually had the nerve to take up a $1 million love offering Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. One million dollars. It was not a ministry offering. It was a personal love offering. And Gloria actually got up and cried. I'm like, I don't believe this whole thing. Now, yeah, it, now. that's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's, it's getting worse. It's, it's that, actually that, that is. It is getting, getting worse. worse. It is getting, it's getting worse. worse. And, and that's why we need a revolution. You know, we we shows like what you do, and and I'm so grateful that in in the evenings because that's when I get a chance to catch it. You know, and it's it's it shows like this that people stumble upon, and, yeah. and and or they'll send the link to someone, and that makes a difference. And and this is the reason why. You know, the Preacher Bureau of Investigation is <laughs> rooted and based in Ephesians six eighteen through 20. And I begin every show, and those who know me, they know me, I begin every show with Ephesians six eighteen through 20, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth and boldly speak to make known the mysteries of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in Boston, that yes. I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Yes. We're Hallelujah. Watching Hallelujah. and praying. <laughs> I love that. Watch and pray. <laughs> And finally speak, <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and, and that's, God has empowered us to go forward. He's given us everything we need to fix these situations. Yes, Some of these situations really we're dealing with, they're so remedial for God that if, you know, we, if, if we got to go trouble him for something as simple as tying your shoes. 
we should be able to fix this ourselves. That's right. right. That's right. I think, and I, I, I think we're, it, it, you know, we are. I mean, the fact that these guys got in touch with you about this story, now that is amazing. Because, it, it blew uh, me away. Yeah, because they won't invite you, uh, a person like me now. I used to be on a few Christian television programs now and then uh, when I was, when I had my public ministry, when I was out actually doing going church to church and whatever, but I would be on some of the TBN affiliates at the time. This was back in the 90s. And then I would be on a lot of the local TV stations. Well, once I started speaking out about the seed faith and all this, well, I wasn't invited anymore. I wasn't getting, you know. <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, one time I sent in, they had like a community bulletin board on the, on the Christian local TV station, and I used to be on there a lot. So uh, I sent, and I used to publicize my meeting. So I sent them a little thing about my meeting, and they wouldn't even put it on. I I, I was even banned from the community <laughs> calendar. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, they're not going to shut me up. So maybe I can't get on these Christian TV stations anymore, and. Uh, I might not even be allowed on some of the Christian radio stations, but you see that God makes a way. He, he makes he, a way. They cannot shut us up. He gave us the Internet. Wow, what a powerful yes. tool that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is becoming the authority. You know, yes. people are turning to the Internet faster than television because it provides the information instantly, instantly. Yes. Which means that that also works for ministry. That also works for those of us, you know, you and I and other people that are that are in in the ministry. It also helps us spread the the, the message and the word and and warning and encouragement and love, you know, because in in our approach to the members at Newburgh, and we also prayed for them, sisters. We, we openly prayed for them. Brother Lee extended wonderful words of encouragement for them, you know, because everything that affects somebody, it, it affects all of us because we are all in the body of Christ. You know, and I've quoted, I've said this before, just, Dr. King said, every man's debt diminishes my own for I am a member of mankind. So it may not, it's probably something that's not going on at your church, but it is still your business. That's right. And we advocate that that we collectively, collectively have to take care of each other. And, and this is also one of the reasons because I've also come under, you know, some criticisms because we don't take on a tremendous amount of doctrine, doctrine issues. And one of the reasons, Sister Susan, is because we have people who come to us from different denominations. Okay. They're from different denominations, and I treat the situation the same way as as if you have a hostage situation. Okay? Yeah, you right. you don't want to aggravate it to such uh, to such an extent that you hurt the people that you're trying to actually yeah. help. Right. So what I we agree. do is we we approach some things from a broad perspective, just just. So the so the person will know there is somewhere that you can go for help. Now, once you leave out of this cult that you're in, or yeah, whatever it is that you're in, right. 
hey, we're here. <laughs> you know? That's and, it. And because there's you people that, that they don't know where cold. to go. You know, they, they know, know something's cold. wrong, and and if they tell their friend, their friend says, oh, no, you can't, don't question anything. And so, But they know something's wrong, and they feel alone. So it's great that they have someone to talk to. Yes, absolutely, and, and that's what we try. We try to um, stay very inviting, you know, and, and that's no yeah. matter if you're coming from Catholicism, if you're coming from Southern Baptist, if you're coming from the Church of God in Christ, or if you're coming from the Mormons and you're trying to get out of there because they have contacted us too. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. I thought, wow, I need to go read some more about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there's I don't even know what to, to say. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's a lot to know about all that. It, 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 it's just been a joy to serve, uh, and I mean this. I mean this in in the most sincere way. When we get the emails from the people that say, "Hey, you know that little teaching on tithing that you have on the first page of your website? That really blessed me." That's why we yeah. do it. Yeah, that's why we do it. You know. Yeah. And it's not to. It's not to. Um, to be anti-church, right? We're not we're not anti-church, okay? No, we're just we're anti-greed. We're anti-greed. Yeah. Right. And some preachers are not saved. No, no. I, you know, I, that's what I say. I say like, uh, you know, like Mike Murdoch. Like, you know, Mike Murdoch's not saved. You know, nobody that is saved can act like that. There's nobody that is saved that can act like that. And there's a lot of preachers that they are not born again because, truly, if you are born again, you are a new creation. And mm-hmm. all things pass away, and behold, all things become new. So if you're not showing any fruit and you're just acting like a reprobate, well, you can't be saved. You cannot be saved. And, and They're I not found that saved. hard to believe. Pardon? I said some of them are not saved. I agree with you 100%. No, absolutely, because uh, at first when I was a new Christian, I didn't want to believe that. I was so naive. I just thought, oh, everything's beautiful, everybody's wonderful. And it took me a long time to realize, no, not everybody that was in a pulpit or uh, pastored a church was a good person. Uh, There's there's Mm -hmm. a lot of bad people. Well, the Bible talks about wolves in sheep's clothing. And I like what a friend of mine, uh, James Sunquist, said, that you can't pet a wolf. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, <I love> that. <laughs> that is beautiful. It's, it's the truth. God, the scriptures warned us about it. So we, there, there, there has to be a reason God put it in there, you know. Yeah. He put it in there because we were going to be facing it. And the truth of the matter is, and I have to say this for balance, there are a lot of pastors who have contacted me to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. Because I am not that, but that is embarrassing and humiliating me. Thank you for separating us, for carving those out that shouldn't be, for shining light on those that shouldn't be. And we have pastors who write for the site? We have another one, CJ. He's 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 a pastor. We I can I can name them. They they've come out because it's about integrity. 
It's about right. having some 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 uh, ounce an ounce of integrity. That's right. And and, 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 and we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep just just like we say on the show. When the preachers stop, we will stop. Yes, amen. Amen. That's right. <laughs> when they stop, we're going to stop. But that's it. It is great because you know I have something up on my website about Mike Murdoch, and if you go to Google. And you Google Mike Murdoch Ministries first page on Google Mike Murdoch Ministries mm. and my and my website. So I'm right there. Mm-hmm. I'm following you. Uh, you, you. You're part of the, that's the revolution. <laughs> that's the revolution. <laughs> that's the revolution. The revolution. When you look at a revolution, the way they respond is a non-traditional way. It's an unorthodox approach. They, they they may come at you from this way. They may come at you from that way. You Sometimes you can't even identify who they are because they don't have a uniform. They just sort yeah. of blend into the crowd. So you don't really know who they are, but at the sound of a trumpet, they come forward. Yes. And we are, we're, we're, we're coming forward because there are people who agree with you. There are people who agree with me who say, you know what, enough is enough. Oh, that's enough. Why is it that somebody got to, why the first lady can't drive herself to church? Oh. Why yeah. did, why somebody got to bring the first lady juice all day? She's not even preaching. <laughs> why he has to have somebody to wipe his sweat? Why does somebody got to carry his Bible? Why does somebody got to do his laundry? Why does somebody go there and cut his grass? Why does somebody got to drive him around? Okay. Stop it. Stop it. If if you are an adjutant for a preacher under the sound of my voice, stop it. Resign. Tell him I will not carry your Bible another day. You're going to carry your own Bible. If the Bible is too heavy, you need to go to the gym. But you're going to carry your own Bible today. Quit. Quit in the name of Jesus. Because you you don't worship anybody like that. And and that's where this this narcissistic personality disorder it derives from the way the people worship them. Oh, God will humble somebody. you. <laughs> you oh, said the right. God, you will. God will be humble. No more juice, Susan. That's hey. no juice. No more juice. That's it. We're gonna do a show just called that. No more juice. I know somebody just put that up on the chat room. No yeah. more juice girl. No <laughs> more sweat girl. girl or cowboy. No, that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> we're, we're tired of it. We're, you see, that's what you're listening to, Sister Susan. We are tired of this club. We don't want to be members of this club anymore. Oh, please. Oh, dear. That's <laughs> That's it. So Brother Lee came up with a petition, and the petition, we we having everybody to sign the petition, and we're sending it to the pimps. We're sending it to them, saying, look, we, we, it's, it's going out sort of like a summons, you know, like yeah. like the you know, police knock on your door and they serve you, sort of yeah. going like that. We, every, you can't have a revolution without demands. That's Try right. Try to make a demand. That's right. People we go out demanding the and they start screaming you, and they hold up signs and they, that's enough. We've had enough. 
we want you to give away some of this money you're collecting to the people yeah. that, are, that, that are in that church. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about paying an occasional light bill. We want you to take some of this money that you're I said two-thirds, and, and give it back to the people that are giving it to you, which hey. means that you, 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 you find out in your congregation who is in foreclosure, okay? And you don't just yeah. get a note. You, you bring the house all the way out of foreclosure. Don't have them go to these short sales sharks and yeah. all of these people yeah. are signing over their deeds. If yeah. there's, enough, there's enough meat in the storehouse to get at least one house hey, out of foreclosure. Well, that's what a storehouse is. You're supposed to be storing something up. That's what a storehouse is. Why are we bringing all of this meat into the storehouse if we can't, if we can't buy, uh, we can't go to you to pay the phone bill. You mean to tell me you can't even pay a light bill? No. And you collecting twenty five thousand dollars a Sunday? Yeah. What do you mean, Crystal Cathedral? You're in bankruptcy. Yeah. Pastor Schumer, what are you talking about? You're in bankruptcy. You pick up two million dollars a month and you're in bankruptcy? Yeah. Enough yeah. is enough. Well, enough is enough. I mean. uh I love it. No more, no more juice groupies, free and deep <laughs> truth. <laughs> oh, that I, mean, I, 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 I know what you're talking about. I, mean, I, I have seen some of that stuff. I, I, I've seen it, and I, I, I mean, I agree. Like, what? Get your own juice. Get, tell your own Bible. What is wrong with you? This went crazy lady. I thought the first lady was Michelle Obama. I didn't know they had any other first lady. Uh, she is the first lady. That it just means that she is important. And, yes, and I know that are. means she is important, right. Well that, just, you know, God didn't give anybody titles. Yeah, titles. I mean God didn't you know, the only one that's got a title is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But the rest of us like we know where we came from. The Bible says, "Dust thou art, and dust thou shalt return." So, yeah, uh, I mean, it's amazing that God lets us do anything for Him, as, as flaky as we are sometimes. So, nobody has anything special. Uh, we're all in this thing together, and the main yeah. reason we're in this thing is because we want to tell people the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a free Point gift. Blank. Yeah, it's a Point free blank. gift. Free, <laughs> free gift. And uh, God wants to give you a new life, and he's given TJ a new life. He's given me a new life. We know it's real. Amen. We know Jesus is real. And yes. uh, he's wonderful. It's a wonderful life. Don't let these con yes. artists uh, put these con artists yes. out of business. That's it. Put the con artists yes. out of business. And we're not going yes. away. We're here. When I first uh, put out my article about Mike Murdoch, it was 1997, I wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter, I sent him a copy of my article, I let him know I was putting it out. Uh, he sent me back a form letter. Susan, I see your tears. God is uh, <laughs> looking at you, and I'm praying for you. He never even looked at my letter, he never even answered it. He just sent me a form letter. I never said anything mm. about tears. Mm. So you can't, these people don't won't talk to you. You can't pick up the phone and talk to uh, these people for the most part. But now they know we're there because we're we're, we're there and we're and there. we're going to stay we're we're not going away. This 
this will this will continue, sister. So it's it's already spreading. It's it's already you know anytime CNN calls us, yes, for the for what's going on. I'm still humbled by that. I still put the guy on mute and say, this is CNN. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> okay? And I think I'll always do it because I can't believe it. I can't believe that Yeah, but isn't it wonderful that has positioned here we are, us this way. And, but God is going to get, he is going to broadcast that truth around the world, not only yes. through the ministries that we have on the Internet, which is, is broadcast around the world for anybody that wants to listen. I mean, we don't have that kind of audience yet. But here's CNN. They have the audience. So God is going to take that, and he is going to expose these people, and yes. he'll use CNN. I've seen him use CNN. I've seen mm-hmm. him use Fox News. Uh, so the, uh, the Holy Spirit knows all about it. We, uh, he knows what's going on. And uh, guys, we're available. And as long as I'm alive, I'm available. I, I'm yes. going to use my mouth to glorify God and yes. to see His kingdom, the kingdom of yes. justice, the kingdom of truth, the kingdom of love. What is real love that you would lay down your life mm-hmm. for your brother and not take advantage, not steal their house and their children's inheritance and all yes. that? That is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, I want to say, TJ, I have enjoyed this. I have Thank enjoyed you. this. My joy has been made full today. Thank you. We, we have an honorary seat for you at the Revolutions, baby. So Amen. I'm, I'm you a member. You're going to have I'm to come member. over and celebrate with us because every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 o'clock is a celebration, and we have near Truth Show. And we also have Brother Philip Lee. He holds down the weekend for us, and Sister Neil True holds down the evening evenings for us. And you, and we're bringing your show into our revolution. We're going to cover and continue to pray for you, Sister, to yeah. keep fighting. Amen. We fight the good fight of faith. And uh, so just, TJ, quickly again, tell the people your website, how they could reach you. And Absolutely. Uh, so they'll get in touch with you. you. Can, um, our website is www.pimp, just like she better have my money, preacher, like somebody yeah. say, yeah, pimppreacher.com is the website. Uh, you can listen to our radio show, The Church Folk Revolution. Just type that in Google, Church Folk Revolution. That comes on at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You need to reach me. Just send me an email at report at com. If you have something that we need to take a look at, report it. Report. Just type in report at com. Yes, that's very important. If anybody uh, listens to this program and you have something that TJ needs to know about to expose, please contact him and... Yes. Uh, we're on it. We're on. I I, we're I consider on myself a reporter. Yes, I'm a we're reporter. We're on it. <laughs> yes, we're you on are. It. So we're on the story. Send them, send them directly all, to me. God's on the story. No more juice girl or cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> 
just now. <laughs> God bless you, sister Susan. God bless you, baby. All right. TJ, we'll Thank be you for touch. having me on today. Yes, thank you. I, I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it. Thank I'll you. talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay, everybody, thank everybody, you so thanks. much for tuning in today to our uh, prophetic news broadcast. I have enjoyed this so much. I hope that you will, uh, you know, laughter is a good medicine, so you will have a good laugh. And, and actually, really, it is serious. It is serious. And uh, we want to see this nonsense stop, and uh, we want to see equality in the church. Uh, Jesus doesn't have any special people. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you so much again for tuning in, everybody. And, and we do love you. We do these programs because we love people and we love the truth. We love the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a wonderful life. Hallelujah. Give your life to Jesus today. He loves you. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there Oh, I'm going to a city, it lies four square The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there Heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. 